0: Calling out all my nerds, freaks, and geeks—it's mob time.
1: Don't tune in it's showtime. Go ahead and call the gang up for the one time. rap food, rhymes, got got 'em on the, the line. And the, my life's still I'm just fine. Hands
0: up. What it do, everybody? The mob is back. So what's up? It's been up? a minute. It's been a minute. We've been the San Diego Comic Con. We've been the Dream Con, and now we are back in reality. Giving you guys the updates and letting you guys know what's next. As always, I'm your host, Foop. Currently, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Ryan and Ralph. So if you guys are watching this on YouTube or uh, Facebook or Twitch, make sure you subscribe and follow. Like the video. Share with a friend. Let let them know that the mob is live. If you're watching this... um, Use our hashtag on Twitter, which is now X. Hashtag join the mob nerds and let us know how you're enjoying this live stream episode. Make sure you check out our uh, link trees. We're at linktr.ee, the Blurred Mob. And we're also at linktr.ee, the Blurred Mob Pod releases. And if you were watching our lovely pre-show, you saw our Kofi link at the bottom. Make sure you support the mob and send us a donation so we can keep providing you guys these lovely videos. So let's go ahead and get into it. Ron, Ralph, what's been going on?
2: <sighs> work, tired. I hear you. School, work. Tired <laughs> that man
0: don't be doing nothing in school. He's lying, he's lying.
2: <laughs> he paid people know. to do his assignments. <laughs> now with that proctoral
1: app, they got me joining the live. You gotta put in your ID. Did someone got to come check, verify your identity? I can't cheat. Oh my
0: Ooh, they got you on lockdown, lockdown. Yeah.
1: That's, that's what I'm saying. Ain't no cheating. Nah, this high this B plus
0: on me. Well, you know what? That's a that's a very high achievement for you. Cause now nah, we already so live, know had that. Edit. We can't edit. We they can't know. edit. <laughs> we can't edit the live. That's, a very, that's a very big. That's a very big achievement. <laughs> <laughs> look,
1: I'm look. I'm enjoying my MBA courses right now. We going through like um, it's managerial analysis and stuff. I'm actually very mm-hmm. much enjoying it.
0: Okay, it's, it's putting a lot first. of things in a
1: perspective.
0: That's that first semester bliss. I remember my first semester. Yeah, this stuff is... I'm learning. This is great. And then the next semester came over, and I was like, boy, what the... Just do the, just do the assignment. Just do the yeah. assignment.
1: Look, I mean, I like it because it's an accelerated course, so I only got seven weeks per class. So get in, get out, 10 classes
2: in a row. Don't I know. feel you. hmm You'll make it through it.
0: Yeah, I start... Fall semester in two weeks. I start on the twenty third. feels like
1: you've been in grad school for like four years now, food.
0: Man, it's it's a process like trying to work and do school at the same time. It's not like undergrad when we can take five, six classes in one semester. Like you really have to like space that out. Like I tried to I've said this story before, like I tried to do Two classes, um, a year ago, that did not work out.
2: It ain't cut out for you, right?
0: It ain't cut out for me, right? Like with everything the else that was going on, and then trying to manage like two classes, and then the amount of work. It yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I got this one class. Um, I'm familiar with the teacher. I only got it one day a week, so my goal is to manage my time better. But everything okay. else I got going on. I believe we'll in the
2: group soon. Oh, no.
0: Ralph said he done. Every single time. Every <laughs> single time you mentioned to Ralph about going back to grad school, his it's, answer is the same.
1: It's only a few years. That's why I keep asking. Once his dreads touching his shoulder blades, he, he might want to go back by the By years. the time
0: Ralph dreads touches his shoulder, bra- shoulder blades, he will be in his mid-30s. And it's a Ralph's. It's I Ralph. I don't know about
3: all that now. Hold on, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> it's Ralph, we're twenty six. We're already thirty. But my hair is already right here. I'm confused.
1: When 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 did mid twenties become thirty,
2: bro? When did twenty six become thirty? You
0: finna turn twenty seven, and if you round twenty seven, the next number, what what were we? I ain't even
2: complain about that. I'm complaining about this disrespect for my hair. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, she said your hair don't grow. That's what she
2: said.
1: You use Cardi B's oils and make your hair get longer again.
0: Okay, well, we'll check back 2025. We'll see how long your dreads is. Okay. He said put some respect on my hair growth. <laughs> right. He finna walk in the club shaking my dreads. Oh, I'll
2: do that anyway. <laughs> I'll do that anyway. It's just...
0: That's what's up. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. But the moment that we've all been waiting for, we have come here to talk to you guys. I probably should have uploaded the pictures for these, but I forgot. Mm-hmm. Thumbs down. But we're here <laughs> we're here to talk about San Diego Comic-Con and DreamCon. So our other two members, Antoine and King G, who attended San Diego Comic-Con with me are not here. So I'm just going to give you guys my perspective of San Diego Comic-Con. Make it a bit short and sweet. If anybody has any questions, make sure you drop those in the comments. And then after we talk about San Diego Comic-Con, we'll go straight into DreamCon. So San Diego Comic-Con, to be broad, is is huge. Like, if y'all thought DreamCon was huge with 20K people, this is like, maybe, I don't want to exaggerate. But it was a lot of people. Maybe three times that. It was wow. maybe four times that. It's, it was a lot of people. A lot of people. And the San Diego Convention Center is so big. Like, people... Like, they had multiple entrances for people. They, uh,
1: I ain't trying to interrupt, food. They said 135,000 attended in 2022. So, there ain't no telling who was there if in 2023.
0: That, yeah. I'm, I'm saying... So, what? That's like... That's twenty times times, five is that's that's six times
1: bigger than DreamCon.
2: Yeah, that's six
0: times bigger than DreamCon. Like that was from last year. That was last year. It was so many people, like multiple interests. Like what happened the first day we went? I already don't know what's going on. The first thing we got shoved into was the exhibit hall. And y'all already know how I feel about going to a convention and getting shoved in the exhibition hall. Money. It's overwhelming because it's everybody's in there. Marvel's in there. DC's in there. Funko's in there. Scholastic. The Scholastic Book Fair was at <laughs> Comic-Con. I'm dead serious. Biz was in there. Crunchyroll. Nickelodeon. Like, Everybody was in that exhibition hall. And some people, like, some of them were selling stuff. Some people had photo ops set up, like, for the One Piece fans. Viz had, it was either Viz or Crunchyroll, but they had a Luffy statue just sitting in the in the middle of their, uh, their booth for photo ops. For Spider-Man 2, they recreated the alley picture, that first teaser picture they gave us for Spider-Man 2. They recreated that for the photo op. Oh, that's nice. They had the actual suits of Blue Beetle and Aquaman at the DC um station. Funko made it, they had a act, they basically at the back of the exhibition hall, they had made them like a Funko City. hmm
1: Funkoville.
0: Yeah, Funkoville. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. So walking in that. Bumping through all the people and stuff, seeing what everybody was selling. I bought a couple Funko Pops, I bought an Attack on Titan mystery box. Oh, then there was a guy that was selling Infinity Stones, but the stones were actual jewels. Mm. I don't remember how much they cost because I knew I wasn't buying one. Mm. (laughs) I'm
1: surprised surprised you did it. No, they,
0: they was expensive, like they was past $200. Each, each, and the the thing was like maybe the size of my phone, if not smaller. And it's just a jewel in it for what the stone is, and that's it.
1: That'll be a dope collector's item, though. Not gonna care. That's, it would how, be, it, but it sounds cool. It was it past. Two, good.
0: It was past two hundred dollars, and I was like, nah. They had the life size mm. statues of um. The MCU characters and they had, like, I think I if I remember correctly, they had QR codes at the front so you could actually buy these statues. Mm-hmm. But I just took pictures beside them. Lego, Who was about to buy this statue, man. People buy those, they People do buy, buy those. those, they do buy this stuff. But
1: like, them statues that i be in FYE and stuff, like them life size Deadpool statues and stuff, like GameStop.
0: You remember they used to have them life size statues at GameStop.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Jesus. But where uh, are you gonna put that? Like,
1: if you got a nice house in the
2: in the game with room, an unlimited, with an unlimited ceiling, un- yeah,
0: one of those high rise ceilings, you in
2: yeah. there? Yeah. Now I just like, gotta ask: Did you go to the Scholastic session and look for the books you could get when you was younger, Junie B. Jones?
0: I didn't roll. Up, I didn't roll up in Scholastic. The uh, the boost that I was looking for that were on my list was Marvel. DC, Funko, and Lego. And oh. Lego was dope. They made a blockbuster replica called Lego Br- Brickbuster. And when you walk inside, they have displays of all of like so you got you guys know like the Lego sets I like to the build. Mm-hmm. They had all of those set up. So I was oh, able wow. to see some of the Lego sets that I already wanted. And you could buy those on the spot. They had a photo op. I can't remember what they built um, for the photo op, but they had one of those in there. It was cool.
2: Mm. Mm. Dang, now
0: we have to win. It was like seeing, um, because last year I loved the Exhibition Hall at DreamCon, but then like seeing this one that was like way bigger and having the major IPs in there. It was yeah. lovely. I'm going to add Antoine so he can give his perspective from San Diego Comic Con.
2: We got a wild Antoine. Yeah. This man the airport. <laughs> 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 Wow. Look at, wow. He, tried, he
0: tried to find the most isolated corner at the airport. Look. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And, and I'll give him credit. He, he got the sunlight shining on him, too. At least he
0: got good light. Yep. I'm telling you, know. he, found, he found the most seclusive area at the airport getting good lighting. And he said, I got him. This is my spot. <laughs> You who who are you, bro?
3: <laughs> I'm just want to keep. I just want you know, to join in, see what y'all got going on. You know.
0: <laughs> but if you want to chime in, Antoine, I've been talking about my experience from San Diego Comic Con. So if you want to share with the audience how you felt about it,
3: Uh San Diego Comic Con was, I think it was pretty cool. So uh, that's that's my first time going um as well. uh I've never really been to San Diego, so. A, that was a good, uh, good thing for me, and then the con in general, other than it being packed out the ass, I'll say it was it was nice, um, I'll say the event halls that they had, um, yeah, I, the event, I think the event hall for them was the best for me too, and also we some of the things that we got to see when we were down there, I think the overall vibe was cool, uh, there were no problems, it was organized. Uh,
0: (laughs) he might be sitting in the sunlight, but Antoine is throwing straight shade. Yeah,
3: it was, you got to give it to him. You, it was, I'm not trying to throw shade, but it might've been a little bit in there. Um, It was, it was organized. It was pretty organized. Um, the way them folks was controlling the lines. It was, yeah, it was nice. It, It was pretty good. It was good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed yeah. Comic Con.
0: Like, just, and everything that I just said was just the exhibition hall. Like, the second day, we found out that they had stuff outside. Like, they had yeah. a huge Dragon Ball Z setup mm-hmm. outside, mm-hmm. Oh, they wow. had these huge blow up. Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Z characters, they had life-size ones that you can wait in line and take a photo of. They had people in the back playing one of the Dragon Ball Z games. Forgot about this, they had a Street Fighter 6 um, set up in the exhibition hall, and people could wait in line to play as part of a tournament or something yeah. that they were doing.
3: Yeah, I think I mm. saw them. They was playing Smash Bros. They was doing a lot. They, in the area, the convention center that they had, it was pretty big. Like, of course, uh, what my foot just said, It was the space that they had. The outside part. When we found out about that, we was doing a lot of walking, Mm. a lot of walking. That convention (laughs) center is
0: so huge.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So,
1: how did y'all feel about the city of San Diego? Y'all feel like y'all see why San Diego Comic Con is always out there and it's so big. Like, did y'all enjoy that portion of it?
0: So the downtown area, I definitely get it. There's like hella bars down there so even if you wanted to leave the convention go get you something to eat and come back like you don't have to go that far at all mm-hmm. um to enjoy that general area
3: mm-hmm. okay and, and the surrounding like um restaurants like the first bar that we went to they were kind of feeding the theme of comic-con since mm-hmm. they knew it was going to be that weekend so they had their um the those servers they were in their costumes and stuff their cosplays so i think that was pretty nice. nice and so and it was packed it was like it I'm was about the whole downtown area it was packed and it, you you knew what everybody was there for
0: yeah so like people were showing up to the club and they cosplays oh wow that's that's yeah, how that's insane that's how it was going down people was in the club with they cosplays on but i
1: think Free. that was nice though so you got Iron Man and Naruto and I Green saw Marsh. somebody
0: cosplayed as Black Cat from Spider-Man the first okay. night um I can't remember who Batman else we saw, in the club. But yeah it was yeah. It, they was walking in the bars with their cosplays on but the thing about it is that San Diego Comic-Con literally lasts all day Mhm so like even if it's like ten or something at night, they doing something in that convention center. They in there. Yeah,
3: yeah. Mm. I ain't yeah. mad at that.
0: They I have a, they have a lot of events. Um, my I already told everybody, but I am very glad that I got to get into that Mortal Kombat. Uh.
3: Oh yes, that was showcase.
0: Beautiful. beautiful. Like. The thing, so the, what they do with the the panels is that if you are at, say I'm at a panel and the Mortal Kombat one is after mine. If I don't want to leave, I don't have to leave. And that's mm-hmm. dope. But if I'm waiting in line and they end up filling all the seats before it gets to me, it's reps.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. So
0: Galvin, King G had already got in. And me and Antoine went in the line, and I was like, yo, I'm going to be so pissed if I don't get inside this panel.
1: I would too. I would too. I would,
3: yeah. But but we got in though.
1: But we got, we got in, in though,
0: and yo, that's when they dropped that Adenian's trailer. Um mm-hmm. they showed two sneak peeks into the storyline for Mortal Kombat, um, showing the tension between the Lin Kuei was one of them. The tension between Sub-Zero and Scorpion and um, Smoke just being third wheel, being in the middle. And then they also show a story, story sneak peek of the drama that's going on with the Edenians. Mm.
1: So did they have demos in there? Like letting some people sit down and play the game? Nah. Dang. Mm. No. That would have been they, nice.
3: They, they was like, we ain't doing all that.
0: Nah. <laughs> oh man.
3: <laughs> I would have loved to see that.
0: But we got to hear from Ed Boon, um, one of the guys who's currently working on... It was Ed Boone, somebody who works for NetherRealm. Um, the voice actress for Lee May, who previously did the voice acting for Devorah, and okay. the voice actor for Ooh. Smoke, was part mm. of the panel.
3: Yeah. I think that was nice if they had that. Yeah. Because we were thinking that because it's all uh, the strikes were going on, that we weren't going to really be able to see many people, but uh, they came out and I, so that was pretty nice.
0: So, yeah, nice, got some good content, got those two sneak peeks, and um, they dropped the trailer for the DLC characters that yeah. we had already talked about on a previous episode because it got leaked, but this trailer confirmed the list. That we okay. had on that last episode. So
3: Okay.
1: So would y'all go again? It's
0: oh. a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Oh. Because the thing about San Diego Comic Con, which is different from DreamCon, San Diego Comic Con, you have to pay per day. So we wow. only did Friday and Saturday, which we felt like were going to be the high intensity days for the convention. And that was $75 a piece. So that's 150. If you want to compare that to Comic Con, that's equivalent of the gold badge that we just got at DreamCon for the full three-day weekend.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you're in San Diego.
0: And everything yeah. is already high.
3: Everything was already high. I'm talking about the Airbnb process, or we was trying to get an Airbnb. I think that was when you had booked the Airbnb. The folks emailed us and they was like, oh, "They was like yeah, canceled it.
0: I booked the Airbnb like, and the what? dude came back and said, sorry, this Airbnb is, you don't own this Airbnb anymore. And I was like, so why do you have it on the website? Under y'all that side?
2: makes no sense.
3: That's nasty work.
0: Zero that's, zero. Na- <laughs> that's nasty work. It yeah.
3: was. They got us. So we were about, I want to say, maybe like 20 minutes from downtown.
0: Yeah. Okay. Which I guess wasn't bad, but
2: yeah, what can it you does, do? yeah. It seemed like it seemed like y'all had a good time. I will say,
0: no, it, it like was. It, it was fun, but yeah. like, it's a lot of money. It's an investment. I would say that San Diego Comic Con is definitely an investment. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Like now, this, what did y'all but- dislike about it? Is the question.
0: I think. The only thing that I disliked, and I'm definitely not like blaming anybody, but like the fact that we didn't get the usual uh, Marvel panel, that we get to see all the trailers and all of the DC trailers and stuff like that, or getting, mm-hmm. you know, some FaceTime with the actors due to the strikes and stuff. And like, like I said, I'm not putting the blame on anybody, but that was like one of my big reasons of why I wanted to go to San Diego Comic-Con. So, okay. I enjoyed it, but I really I feel like I kind of got like a lackluster experience due to everything that was going on. Yeah, I
3: will say the same thing. Um, kind of just with those strikes going on, we didn't get like the full experience that we were kind of hoping for. Uh, but we enjoyed San Diego, and so that's what matters.
0: Yeah,
2: that's all that matters.
3: Yeah.
0: But okay. other than that, I think other it was it was a lot of walking. If anything, Ooh. if I had a if I had a second dislike, it's a lot of walking.
2: Oh, you're getting your cardio in. You getting your cardio in. You oh, yeah. That con- walked, when
0: I tell so. y'all that convention center is huge. It we is walked. huge.
2: Y'all was marching. Man. Yeah. Like the
0: <laughs> exhibition, like the panels and the exhibition hall, not in the same area. So you gotta it's back and forth walking through all these people and then how Antoine was saying before how they had the people like um managing the traffic. Like sometimes you gotta wait. If they're trying to fill up for a panel, y'all can't walk through here while we're trying to mm-hmm. fill in a panel. Y'all gotta mm-hmm. stop, wait for them to fill that panel up when you know the line is done or they get filled up, then y'all can walk across. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like that though. They had
3: a traffic system going. I,
1: I
0: give it, I give them that. hmm
3: Okay. I like that.
1: Someone need to take notes.
0: <laughs> the shade that is being thrown in this live stream.
1: That was shade. That was
3: shade.
1: <laughs> Not, that was shade.
0: Don't even try. We know what you do. <laughs> we know that what you're doing. But um, oh
2: my goodness.
0: My favorite memory was definitely the mortal, the mortal Kombat um panel. The yeah, next see, time. It, yeah. The next time. For San Diego Comic Con, I think one thing that I would do differently um, is maybe get registered early, like how we did for DreamCon, because they give you a booklet of the schedule, all the room numbers and stuff. So this first time going into San Diego Comic-Con, I was kind of like all over the place because I didn't really didn't know like how it was set up and how everything works. Mm-hmm. Next time, I think I might come a little earlier, get registered, and then you know sit down and really plan out a schedule. Because though I said the Mortal Kombat part was my my favorite part of the convention, we found that by luck. Mm-hmm. Like we had been walking around the exhibition hall for like an hour or so, we finally, just <laughs> finally found out how to get registered, like where to get the bag and the little booklet and stuff, and we were looking at what panels were happening that day, and we just happened to come across the Mortal Kombat one. Like you. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so did they have random, like, little fun, interesting panels? Like, oh, na- like, how to get into the industry or any verses or something interesting? Interesting they, panels like Cons.
0: I saw some stuff about um, live. Somebody had a live streaming. Somebody had a podcast panel. Like, if you wanted to do a podcast... Um, They had stuff like that, but a a lot of the ones that I was seeing was some people were showing, like, anime episodes. Um, They had an avatar panel that I didn't get to get into. Um, DC was doing some stuff. DC and Marvel were doing stuff, but it was more, like, comic book specific. Okay. So, like, there were still panels going on um informative or like entertainment it was just that i was really looking for the heavy hitters for my first yeah. time
3: gotcha yeah. fair 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 I'll, okay. I'll say that i would I'm, I'm not gonna say that i would never do it again i think i would do it again um preparing ahead of time though like foob said is gonna it's gonna be the your biggest thing prepare ahead of time know what you want to do don't walk around for an hour like we did dance it down in yeah <laughs> what's going on at the convention it, that you currently at right it so. took us a
0: minute to even find where the registration was, that's and what was and i the wish people, they would have had
3: signs for that or something
0: they had a sign we just didn't realize that that was the sign you remember they had them have signs hanging from the ceiling but we didn't know we had to go up the escalator to actually get there
3: because mm, we was walking about, in, they I was directing people they was directing people into the exhibition hall. They go this way, go this I think way. It so was, we,
0: I think it's because of the part that we walked into because they have multiple yeah. entrances to the convention yeah. center. And yeah. I think we picked the one that was like we just picked the first entrance. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, that was the entrance to the exhibition hall.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So
1: so last question what all did y'all buy?
0: I bought two Funko's two posters, uh, Attack on Titan mystery box. And I think that's it. Pretty
1: tame, (laughs) pretty tame.
3: I um, had to be a little careful because I knew I was going to DreamCon after that. And my bags were stuffed because I realized I had broke, my uh, bigger suitcase was broke. So I had to bring my smaller Mm. ones. So I didn't really, I didn't buy anything at um, Comic Con. I did enjoy looking around with the stuff that they had. I got like a mystery box for them. Poop, but uh that was yeah that's about it
0: okay okay y'all team and tamed. they were passing out free stuff too like i got the free uh camp half blood shirt there were some people outside promoting the uh percy jackson series okay. so if you if you were to follow them on instagram you got a free shirt i did buy a comic-con shirt um that was it as far as things yeah. that i got specifically from the convention.
2: Got that
3: too. Not as right. well. What yeah. is sword that
2: that you bought? <laughs> did did
3: you no, buy that? There? Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Minecraft
2: sword. But, but we didn't get
3: that from Comic Con. Um, we was, okay. uh, we were
0: we went to the beach, and you know how they sell stuff on the boardwalk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we ended up buying some stickers in those swords, and yeah. we got us uh, some T-shirts made. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It seemed like I had really a good, good time.
2: I wish I would have went. Yeah, I wish I, I could have t- got tickets.
0: It That was That's your fault. True. You showed up at 10 on the dot.
1: I was preloaded in there on another device, bro, and that stuff was not working for me. It was not working
0: for me. I was, I was already there. So when they got me in, I got my tickets and I got on down. You decided to show up at 10 on the dot, like 100K people not trying to go to this convention.
1: <laughs> half, half of these websites, they do like a random line setup where even though you're in the queue, they're going to randomly place you online so it don't be mattering.
0: Yeah, like if, if that's what you want to blame it on,
2: they do. I don't think that's a blame. That's what <laughs> did.
3: It,
0: if if you get
1: there at ten, you you get randomly placed like anybody who was there at nine thirty.
2: I don't know. I think you just go in order. And it, No, and they, they, had, a they had they had a queue out.
0: number for me. Yeah. I was I had a number in the queue. Hmm.
2: Unless I'm confusing it with DreamCon because
1: one of them was randomly placed. Because Dream DreamCon wasn't randomly placed. Neither a, um, DreamCon a, had a, well, a queue. I know for sure one of them was doing that
0: because I was. When you buy buy the first tickets, they had us in a queue for like the initial Mm -hmm. tickets. Mm -hmm. Now the gold and the platinum release, they didn't have a queue. That might have been what you was talking about because there was no. San Diego Comic Con
1: wasn't doing that with their line.
0: No, I was in a queue to get my tickets for San Diego Comic Con.
1: So what I'm saying, so there, if I remember correctly. You get You go into the waiting room, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. then you're randomly placed in the queue. The queue goes in order, but when the queue isn't based on what time you logged onto the website, they randomly place you after that waiting room portion. That's what I remember, and that's what I'm referring to.
0: Well, it ain't feel random to me, cause <laughs> I got in that Johnny got out.
2: It's okay, Ryan. I'm
0: gonna try again.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, Marvel than them there
0: yeah i'm gonna have to i would say unless you just like a ride or die san diego comic-con fan i think i would wait and see how all these strikes and stuff go um and these negotiations and stuff because it may next year may just be the same deal yeah 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 Yeah. so these
2: companies are already making contingency plans if if the writers and actors don't come back so
0: yeah Mm -hmm. so
2: we should have ai actors
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly
0: man right. just give me i would i
1: don't I watch know. mostly anime now anyway so that's that's, to that's that all AI.
0: i'm saying like the the animation the animation sector and anime is about to go dumb until they go on strike now when them animators go on strike nannis it's, it's reality tv city <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, all i'm gonna say is japan ain't america because them mangaka's going through it forget payment them uh, folks no did you see
0: did you see the people who came out who did into the spider-verse who was talking about their working conditions mm-hmm. it is no different oh
3: yeah, yeah. it is no different mm-hmm.
0: The reason why, like they came out and was like, they were just basically spilling the beans about why versions of the movie look different. Like their working conditions, like how they changed parts of the movie at like the last second.
1: Hmm. I, ain't, I ain't taking it away from but I'm I'm saying it is a trend for mangakas to get back issues, arthritis, and bodies breaking down from well, all Well,
0: the mangakas might not go on strike. But the anim- <laughs> animators in America might yeah 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 everybody might go on strike and we're gonna have to start watching reruns I'm
2: that's fine with that that's how you get stuff done then.
0: I'm perfectly fine
2: with watching reruns i I have no problems going back and watching mm-hmm. the old avatar mm-hmm. I have no problems going back and watching Insecure I I'm have like my no own problems. avatar
0: <laughs> 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 I'm gonna do voiceovers. <laughs> Well, we got some comments. The Dark Sage just joined in. He said, what's up? What's up, Sage? His comment said, y'all left me. No more breaks. (laughs) (laughs) The wild, this is, what's wild is that Sage was not at DreamCon. How are you a Texas resident and you did not make it to DreamCon?
2: And they had day passes. (laughs) Well, they
1: didn't announce that until, yes, like, the I day was, before.
0: I was just about to say that. Like, they came, like, two days before, talking about they got day passes. And then it's like, okay, that's great. But, like, unless you really got it like that, ain't nobody for finna pack up and drive down to Austin that's for a true. day pass.
1: So, you should've let us sneak them in. Other folks are getting in there without badge checks.
0: They will... <sighs> We gonna get into. We, are
2: this. we? Are we ready to get into this? I was just about to
0: say it, Ralph. I was just about to say it. But well, before we get into the dream conversation, you are just now joining the stream. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and like this video if you're on YouTube. And if you're watching this on Facebook, please like the video. And if you're watching this on Twitch, make sure to give us a follow. Make sure to check out our social media pages. Give us a follow too if this is your first time checking out the mob. <clears throat> and with that being said, we got one more comment from the Dark Sage. He said he works every day. Plus, I had the plan for me and my girl to come down hey, to Austin. Girl. Fair. Yeah. Fair. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So let's get in to it so after san diego comic-con the next weekend was dream con the full mob was there so if you saw us that's what's up um but let's go ahead and get into it so before we get into dislikes i just <laughs> what was everybody's overall experience with dream con 2023 i know this was antoine's first time going to dream con period and for me Ryan and ralph um this was our second time going
2: I think Antoine should
3: go first. Yeah. I will say um, the kind of the general consensus of what most people like about DreamCon. It was the vibe. Um more people that look like us. So um, I believe the first day when I went in in the exhibit hall, there was music playing, and there were people kind of just in a dance circle, uh, and they were just vibing in yeah i was like this is kind of nice this is especially coming uh, from comic con i was like wow this is a completely different feel and i appreciated that i was like okay this is cool this is this is I'm with my people I'm with my people right now overall it um uh i enjoyed the experience i enjoyed the experience there are a lot of things to complain about but i do I think I appreciate the fact that they're they're building this they're building this up. And I, I I'm one that can be patient. I think it can get better over time. So mm-hmm. overall I'm I'm grateful. I'm still with all the complaints, I'm still glad that I went. Um I had a good time. I wish it could I could have done more. I didn't get to join sending any of the um I may have sent in like one, um, maybe like one panel because of the lines, but so I wish I would have got more out of that. But um is what it is, yeah. We live and we learn.
0: Say said, Catching flights and working is a different kind of grind. I hear
2: grinding. Say definitely <laughs> missed it character. when he
0: hopped in here the first time, and he was like, Dog, is you at the airport?
1: <laughs> Look. Look, look, Sage, you see he multitasking. He live for his podcast at the that's airport. A he, in he in it, with that's, it. Dedication. Now, that's dedication that's dedication
3: everything. Now good lighting. I want to be in this live. <laughs> he
0: said y'all gonna see me.
3: Look, oh my god. I like goodness. that.
1: But, um
0: okay, so we got Antoine first timer coming through. Who wants to go next? All
1: right. I'll agree with Antoine, but to add on to it, I feel like that is the number one for everybody. Going to DreamCon feels like going back to an HBCU homecoming and celebrating the fact that y'all are all nerds and got similar interests. But my favorite thing, honestly, was the events and the panels. Um, The cabaret, anime court, um, the cosplay contest, and I went to another one where it was basically like Jeopardy for Do You Know Your Anime Facts. Mm -hmm. And the exhibit hall also carried really well this year. I got a lot of things. I wish they had more Funkos. That's just a personal thing. But I loved it. I loved it. I very much enjoyed myself. I know we're going to get into the things that they can do better. But I definitely see DreamCon being a recurring summer event for me. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: You want to go Um, next, Ralph? Yeah, I can go next.
2: I would say the things I liked uh, most about DreamCon... Uh, seeing new cosplays were was a big one. Uh, seeing people in other than you know the typical Akashi, uh, One Piece. Um, I saw some from Dead by Daylight, I saw a couple from um Zom 100, I saw a couple from you know just a different, a lot of assortment of animes. It wasn't just you know your typical animes you would just everyday see. You know people were branching out in a different area so i would say that was that was a great uh site to be able to see any things um also being able to meet a few of my streamer friends uh shout out to boogie i was able to get a good picture with her uh be able to talk to her hang out with her for a little bit so that was fun uh we got also got to meet kira again right that's her name yeah from,
0: yep room full of blurs
2: from room full of blurs we was able to have an interview with her please go check that out whenever y'all have opportunity um Food was able to do that interview and it seemed like that hey, you know it was a good interview I, I it was very fun the overall experience of DreamCon was nice um karaoke was a lot of fun yeah that was that was that was a big one and like Ryan and Antoine said it's very much like going to you know your everyday Saturday barbecue for a family reunion or a homecoming mm-hmm. like it's it's just nothing but good vibes good energy You know, people didn't come with BS. Thank God. So Yeah. I I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I would have to agree with all three of you guys. I think my biggest thing about DreamCon that I always love, whether I have a good experience or a bad experience, um, is just the black joy of it. You see a lot of these conventions. And, like, when even when I went to San Diego Comic-Con, like, there was a lot of people there, but it wasn't a lot of people that looked like us that was there, so DreamCon. And with it being 20K people this year, and majority of that 20K was just black people who enjoy anime, gaming, cosplaying, like, that's what's up.
3: Yeah, Like, being able
0: to be in that environment and just adding that black culture swag to some of the cosplays that we were seeing. Like, I saw a girl who cosplayed as Bowser and she had on her heel boots. She was cold. She was cold. <laughs> that, yeah. that costume was nice. She had her cape on. She uh, I saw one girl had cosplayed as Peach, but she did the Mario Kart fit. And I was yeah, like, you, you, you see the the creativeness and the the culture, um, embedded into these events, like. Um, Just going in some of the panels, like I didn't get to attend some of the ones that I really wanted to go to, but like anime versus going back and forth with the theme songs, uh, the game shows and stuff that they did, like being able to express the things that we enjoy and then make them and then embed them into like the fandoms and stuff that we like. Like that's one of my favorite things about um, DreamCon Um, And then the panel that I did get to go to um, was a Crunchyroll panel where there were some uh, black people who worked for Crunchyroll that was coming, sharing their experience, giving insight on how to get into the anime industry, like not just, you know, watching it on your screen, but how to actually get involved and things like that. And I feel like DreamCon is a big networking thing. Yeah. like to get into those areas like if you never knew that oh how do I work for Crunchyroll and stuff like that and then you see people that look like you working for these major companies and then they're giving you insight on how to get into that like that's mega props to yeah. DreamCon for just like for what it stands for and the opportunities that it gives to content creators or people who are just going to have fun like you gotta I- give them that
1: I do like that you hit on that note because it feels like if you're if you're an up and coming content creator or you just want to have fun, it's like it's enough for both of y'all. Like you got folks putting your own game, you got folks who just want to have fun, and y'all just mesh really well together. I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. Another um, panel that they had, Studio Maho, is did a uh, preview for an anime that they have coming out. So like opportunities like that that you wouldn't normally, you know, you wouldn't normally get at like Anime Expo or San Diego Comic-Con. Like right. you could go to DreamCon as a black animating anime company and get to show people what you've been working on this whole time or even like podcast groups who were recording live episodes in front of like a bunch of people that they never met. They don't know if these people have listened to them previously or not, but like to just go out there and get that exposure.
1: Mhm.
2: Yeah, I would say it was nice.
1: And RDC made some big announcements too. they mark's going to be working with um Jordan Peele, Issa the Ray. R, the RDC mm-hmm. anime about to come out. Well, the way they used the word anime, it almost sounded like he was talking about a manga, but I'm not sure.
0: It's, it's an anime. I watched okay. If you guys watch the OVA uh for Anime House that they put out, they show some frames from okay. the anime.
1: Ooh, I gotta watch, I haven't watched it during that outro scene, yeah. Okay, I skipped the outro, so I need to go back and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> once, once I watched Anime House and Mark was like, thank you for watching. I was what's like, what's, hey, what's, what's Mark like, I get on that hole
0: and say, what's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> like, <"All
1: right." laughs> I'll come back later for the next but episode. I, but
0: <laughs> I, actually, I actually watched it this time because he makes a lot of announcements. And I figured that he was going to say some follow-up stuff from DreamCon. And one of the follow-ups was the Dark Lights anime that they're working on, and they showed a couple uh, seconds from that. Okay. Nice.
2: Did it look good from from what you saw?
0: So it, it's, it's a rough draft, so it's kind of like the storyboarding. So it's not okay. like, it's not polished. Okay. But it's enough to where you can get an idea of what this anime is supposed to be about what the people, the characters in this anime is going to look like, what their power sets and stuff looks like. So, it gives you a good sneak peek of what to expect from it. So,
2: So does it, I have one question. So, does it remind you of any other anime that you've ever watched? Or do you see, like, inspirations from other animes in it?
0: I didn't pay too much attention to be like, oh, this reminds me of so-and-so. But I will say that it looked, based on the anime that I've watched, it did stand out. Like, the art style, how the characters look, like. It looked unique to them. Okay, I
1: I will say though, without going too much on the tangent, that is interesting when you think about it. Like now that anime is getting bigger, more people in America are going to be adopting the you know the traditions from um, framing manga panels and all and the culture of anime. I wonder what how it's going to be looking. You know, we got My Hero is basically a love letter to American comics, but from the anime perspective, I wonder what's going to happen when more American people start making their own version of the manga and anime. We'll
2: see. It's going to be interesting. Yeah.
0: But swinging it back to DreamCon, so we all shared our overall experience. So let's get into... Um, I guess let's get into our favorite moments. Let's talk... Let's bring all the positive to the stream before we get into the... what we learn, lessons learned, and what we can work on. So let's... Going around, and what was you guys' favorite panel memory interaction from DreamCon 2023? ron smiling. I already know what he's gonna say. He gave that perfect ass smile. I already know listen, know. listen, bro. Listen, bro. No,
2: I ain't no listen. Know there is no listen. There is no listen. We know. I, but, but
1: the folks watching may not know. Listen, bro there's this group of this group of people and they call themselves the otaku cabaret and they had an event called the anime cabaret it was 18 plus i'm gonna be real my vocabulary isn't the most distinguished so i didn't even know what cabaret was but i saw i saw um dancers (coughs) engrossed in cosplay and paraphernalia swinging on poles and i was like poles and dancing I know what that is. Strip. Oh. He said, oh.
0: Oh. dancing. <laughs> said, and,
3: and,
1: and, and let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all. I, I went there in the line because it was at like 6 o'clock, at, seven, 8 o'clock at night, 7 o'clock at night. And y'all, the line wrapped around the entire floor in the convention center. When I say it was easily like a thousand people in line, not even joking with y'all. The only reason I got in was because I saw one of my little brother's friends from his um high school and college, and I was like, I know you. He looked at me. He was like, get up here, and they was in the very front, bro. The crazy, I got front row seats.
0: The crazy thing about that whole event is that the description said that it was going to be dancers in cosplay. Some of them hey. girls went in cosplay. No, they unless, were.
3: Unless they were Ryan. Ash. This cosplay,
0: yeah, yeah. Did you saw see her Charmander and Squirtle? They had um colored bikinis and pieces. No.
1: No, no. A bunny suit is a cosplay. One girl dresses Boma in her bunny suit. Y'all okay. got to give them- well, you ain't show us that
0: video. You showed us the video <laughs> the, when the girl ain't have nothing at all. Unless she was cosplaying cosplay clothes- a stripper. <laughs> 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 she <wasn't> no- <laughs>
1: The clothes came off. That's the thing. I, y'all got to watch the first five seconds of the video. Y'all didn't see that part. But hey, it regardless gave, what they saying.
0: I gave, it gave strip club. It definitely, <laughs> it definitely
2: gave strip club. It, it, it was. It was
0: it was Dream Con after it, dark. It, it was an elegant show, but bro,
1: the cosplays was dope. Shout out to Pokemon Girl because Shoddy came out there dressed as Ash Ketchum, threw some Pokeballs and came out with some Squirtle and Charmander strippers. And they were cold. I, they had them skills, bro. Now, now that sprint. video, that
0: video was that like video. Okay. okay. That video was cold. like okay. Yeah. But and, that one and, specific video you showed us.
3: Listen, yeah.
1: so, <laughs> so, so Shadi, y'all talk about she was a guest, and you know, she's a um a model from other platforms. So that was like a networking opportunity for her. But she showed out too.
0: She could have showed up in some cosplay. <laughs> She could have put, put, put on a school, the the I, usual I, I, school girl outfit, man, right. out, it came out and did something. Right.
1: I feel like I feel like for y'all to not have experienced it in person, you just didn't get that energy that um I was getting from an, a front row view. And they were very creative. They had the cuck chair, and one guy. Was front row. It was. It was like a. I, I was. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, I'm going to end it here. The cup chair, you pay a $100 to sit in a chair, and you be up there with, you know, the dancers, and you get a private, ex- you get, like, a more public, personal experience. And this one dude got up, and this is why I love the vibe of DreamCon. Everybody was cheering him on. It was like a march to, like, your final fight or something. Like, we cheering on Floyd Mayweather going into his final fight. Like, everybody like, cup chair, cup chair. And it was crazy, bro. He was still throwing money. What buddy had money. It was a fun event, I, otaku cabaret, y'all. Cold. I had a blast. We was lit in there. I'm just. It was
0: no. It's just hilarious that we knew that your favorite memory is gonna be the strip club. We knew yeah. the, uh, that. That's.
2: <laughs> we all made a consensus in our head. I, it I'm not.
0: Funny. I'm not mad at it. It's I'm just that. It either. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. Our right,
1: our strip clubs not a pillar of hip hop culture. Well, at least Atlanta-based hip-hop culture, Southern hip-hop culture. I feel like that's representation at DreamCon, and
3: I appreciate it. Your pop culture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you reached okay.
1: in and you pulled something you, out you, Yeah, you reached in that bucket.
0: You reached the in that bucket.
1: The cosplay contest was my second favorite. It was great. I saw some dope cosplays. I recorded the
0: videos that I saw from the cosplay contest. Was dope. The girl, the Wonder Woman girl, who did the had the lasso of truth,
1: and And it turned on when she spun it and everything. Like, yeah, came in with it off, and I was like, okay, that's fire. That's That that
0: was cold. My only thing about some of those events with them being like late at night, I think, like. At some point I was kind of conventioned out. And then it was like, do I sit here and wait all these hours for these events to start? Or do I want to go back to the Airbnb?
3: Our problem was that we had just came back from Comic Con, no nonstop. We ain't really getting no break. So by the time yeah. I give you that, by the time we got the dream con, I was like, Look, if they ain't doing it in a day, I ain't doing
0: it. I was because like, <laughs> it cause it's like three o'clock and they talking about the cosplay contest started at six. Y'all. What I'm finna do for the next three hours? I didn't walk around. The, I didn't walk around the exhibition hall
2: twice. I think we messed up by getting the Airbnb that was like 25 minutes away. That too. That also added to yeah.
3: it.
0: I definitely yeah. one of my lessons learned from DreamCon is if they put it back in Austin, is to definitely find somewhere closer. That damn town. So like if, if it is three o'clock, I don't have anything else I want to do, but I want to go to this cosplay contest. At six, you know, I walk to the room, chill out for a minute, and then just zip back in the Dream Con. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
1: y'all do need time to decompress if y'all was to do that again, where y'all do two in a row.
0: I'm not doing that again.
3: But, I'm not, yeah. doing I'm
0: not, that doing, I'm, not, doing, I'm, not doing, I'm not doing Cindy of Comic Con and Dream Con back to back. Like,
3: uh-uh.
0: it was a good idea. <laughs>
3: it was a good I think we all think it was, it was, it was a, a good, good idea.
2: idea. <laughs> but, I ain't doing it no more. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <coughs> Man, um, who hasn't won yet? Isn't, can I go? I was Who's the only right? one who went about favorite event.
3: Oh. Oh, uh, what were we saying? What was the favorite thing? Yeah. What's, mm-hmm. What was your favorite
0: memory interaction?
3: I think when I first got there, because you guys were there before me, uh, I went in the line. The line was already wrapped around the building, and uh. You guys were telling me about a separate line, so I met this girl. She was in, she had gotten the line behind me, and I was like, My friend's telling me about another line, and they're saying it might be shorter. And uh, she was like, Oh, word for real, I'm gonna give you my number, so I'm gonna go check out the line and I'm gonna text you. And I'm gonna let you know if the line is shorter. And she did. She texted me. She said, "Oh, you need to come over here right now. We moving. We moving. Oh, that's clutch. Almost in the building. I was like, okay, this is already a good. I'm like, so But true. but you, but you
0: the... see, but you see stuff it's like the... that would only happen the... at DreamCon. Hey, bro. It only happen at me hit the number right quick. I'm gonna go check it out, and I'm gonna just hit you up, and then yeah. we, we we will and be we, at... at this line. And we and <laughs> we met
3: and we met inside. She was like, "Oh, you in? Okay, cool. Bet. All right. see
0: you around. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, is, this is it. This
3: is it. This is the." Call
0: that's love though
3: that's, that's oh, love though that's real love right there yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, my first my first experience upon arrival was like my my best memory for that
0: the camaraderie definitely
2: <laughs> oh boy um my, you go ahead
0: food. i was just gonna say my favorite memory day one was walking in the exhibit hall and like how Antoine was saying earlier, they had a whole dance circle DJ in the exhibition hall and yes. they was getting down. There and goes. I was like, I don't know if this the food court, the exhibition hall, or
3: the If
0: this is the <laughs> party. The, if this the, this the party, like I think if. I had to give them any props for the exhibition hall for this year because I did like the one last year better than this one this year. The dance area, putting the DJ in there, having the music playing, like having the different type of vibes going on, I think that was really dope for mm-hmm. what this convention represents.
1: Mm-hmm. Having the food spots was dope too. I yeah. Got that. That was yeah.
0: Good. That was good. I would say some better food spots though.
1: Oh, yeah. I feel you. I know we're going to get into it, but they definitely need to get more mainstream. Like they need like Subway or Chick Fil A in the food hall or something.
0: Yeah. Right. Sage <laughs> asks, did you meet that Soul Dude food? The guy on Twitter that makes the merch. I did. Yeah. To yeah. shop it up, yeah. Soul King, for a little bit. Shout
1: uh, to him. He got some good merch.
0: Yeah, I bought the Chainsaw Man hoodie, the the hoodie that he was selling. Um, I had to go ahead and get that because the video that he posted on Twitter where his booth was basically wrapped around. I was like, I'm so glad that I got there when I did and went ahead and got my stuff and left. Because they, one, they was wrapped around his booth trying to get merch. Second thing I heard, folks was stealing people's clothes.
1: They, I saw that too. I saw that you saw got said, their whole bag snatched
2: up.
0: Yeah, somebody said they bought a Zorro hoodie. Somebody stole a Zorro hoodie, so he they went back sold. and bought another one.
2: Oh, wow.
0: So not only was his stuff in high demand at DreamCon, they were stealing.
1: And this hoodie cold. I was so... I feel so bad. This is like a $70 hoodie.
3: As he pulls out jersey.
0: With the silk inside. With the silk inside.
1: Like, no... Let, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. This is why we need more black people in more industries, because ain't nobody doing this. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Nobody goes this far to make sure that your hood ain't stripping oils out of your hair. I rock with this, that's, that's nice. Like, that's nice. Yeah. I, that's class. The only thing I... Ain't the only person that do that,
2: though. Yeah. But not, not but, many, but, but not you not know. too
0: many people do that. Yeah. That's not like a mainstream thing, you know what I'm saying? Because some mm-hmm. hyplin hoodie show sure ain't got no silk in it. Yeah,
1: Look, Nike ain't got no hoodies with no silk in it. No, this
0: the hypnot, but they they hoodies don't have that kind of detail in it. But
1: they ain't have a table knowing we would have wanted to buy their merch. Jordan Jordan should have did better with that.
0: Hypelin should have showed up outside yeah. with that sonic pop-up. That he did in LA. That outside part that they had the anime cars was so mm-hmm. empty. They had some cars out there, but that was the only thing. If he would have put that sonic pop out, pop up out there, he he would have had it. Uh, yeah. If, he would have had if,
1: it. If Jordan had a table in there for Hypeling, it would have been his table would have been just as long as um Oh my Senpai, Soul King, and Anime Gear Guru. That that would have been like the pillars of the entire exhibit hall right there.
0: Yeah. Mm. The funny thing about it though is that everything that basically everything that Soul was selling, I already had. And it was like, I'll get this hoodie though.
2: <laughs> I want everything else, but I get this hoodie. It's all right. I'll Look. get this
0: hoodie. <laughs> but I bought oh, me okay, a bonnet cold. from on my senpai. Um, I bought Um, some tie-dye shirts uh, from... They didn't really have a lot of clothing vendors like they did last year. Like, I was looking for... Ralph was looking for the old anime anime, people that just had the manga panels with the character on those white Oh, from last
1: year. I was looking Mm -hmm. for them, too. Yeah. They weren't
0: there. There was another vendor that did, like, Pokemon puns with, like, different brands that I had bought some shirts from last year. I didn't see them. So... They had a lot of people, like, selling, like, um, you know, post posters, swords. Like, they were selling some cool stuff. But y'all know me. Like, I'm a clothes person.
1: I didn't expect to see all those sword vendors, though. There was, like, three of them, and they were were
3: huge. There
1: were a a lot of sword
3: vendors. Uh, I also was disappointed about the clothes thing. But, yeah, there were a lot of sword vendors. I had no space for any of that. So I didn't even look that way. I didn't even want to get... (laughs)
0: I was stuff, I was stuffing t shirts in my carry-on bag. I had to get to get the the part, the impulsive side of me was like, bye, you are giving it to Ryan anyway. He gonna ship it. Bye. 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 (laughs) Which is the reason why I have most of the stuff that I have. Like I bought the DreamCon shorts that they were selling, um as far as merch. I bought a shirt. I bought those two shirts. I bought the hoodie. I mm-hmm. bought a couple pulses and I just gave it all to Ryan. And I was like, you know, just let me know how much it costs and I got you. <laughs>
1: we got it mailed out and I found you the best deal I could. Yeah. I found you the best deal I could.
0: So like, but I, I did like the exhibition hall last year better than I did this year. I don't know if it was just like the amount of space that they had. They just couldn't put a lot of vendors in there. I don't mm. know if it was just some vendors based on the dates, because they did change the dates from last year to this year. I don't know if that conflicted with some of the vendors. Like, if they're going to multiple conventions around this time, I don't know if that conflicted with another convention
3: yeah.
0: going on. Yeah. And the fact that they dedicated a section of the exhibition hall to a DJ booth, I wonder if that took up some of the space where they could have put some more booths in there as well. It's it's a few things, because, like, I reached out to um Kihasuk...
1: Kahasuk, I can't I don't know how to pronounce the name the one I got my wall art from and he was like it just interfered with other cons and he didn't have time to even make it to dream con.
0: that's what yeah. I was thinking yeah then yeah. maybe they had some conflict so i don't I didn't mind it being in austin I think my biggest complaint is and we can go ahead and get ready wait, the- wait no wait wait, oh, I wait you your
1: favorite memory wait
0: Sorry Ralph, I apologize.
1: Are you good? Antoine didn't even go, did
0: he? Antoine went first. He
1: Gosh. went he went second. He went second.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, you both went first. Both,
1: both of y'all memories suck. <laughs> <laughs> <That laughs> Listen, what's
0: in
2: y'all cups right now, bro? Water, ain't no cup. I'm tired from work. But um I would say my favorite thing from the convention was probably the probably probably the exhibit hall. Being able to see all the you know Funko Pops that they did have there. They even had a lot more Lego stuff as well. <laughs> as well. They had Legos
0: mm-hmm. in there?
2: hmm Yeah, they had some Yeah, they had a um Lego stand near where the Funko Pops were. It was right to the right. It wasn't a Lego vent. It wasn't it wasn't a Lego, Lego vendor, vendor. It was it was them. people that had Lego sets.
0: Oh, I did see those mm, Legos. Yeah. Okay. Did y'all yeah, see that they was, was doing cool. double dutch in there? now yeah.
2: that's that's peak <laughs> Cosplay that that nice. <laughs> but yeah being able to you know see a couple of vendors i did meet this um lady i forgot i forgot her instagram name but i will put it on the comments after this uh live recording but she sells her and her daughter make uh earrings and when i say they pretty much look like the is it mr fc or mischief fc Company that said like the anime earrings and stuff that okay. we see all the time. Yeah. Yeah, they pretty much make those about. but by hand, and they're a lot cheaper. And mm. when I say she had mm. 60 plus, it was it was anime, it was gaming, it was um Pokemon, like it was it was an assortment, it wasn't just one typical thing, or like you know, the typical you know, DBZ, um, Naruto, Akatsuki, uh, One Piece. It wasn't just those, like they had an assortment, and I was. That was it was a good price. It was $17 per earring compared to Mischiefs. I think they sell $30 for one earring. So I would say check them out after I thought I made that comment about them. Okay, they, they have yeah. good prices.
1: And I want to shout out that vendor who had the um kimono slash heyoris, the one that I got, he was cold. And he had a lot of great designs and I loved them all. I would have got more if I didn't spend too much money.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, we just said our good graces.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> now we got to get it. Now into it's time way. to
2: get into the nitty gritty. To the
1: nitty gritty. I, I ain't even going to cap. I took notes. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <took notes."> God. Because <laughs> cause, cause, for the surf because I knew they was going to drop a survey
0: that you said, we're going to let you go first.
1: I th- y'all want to do that? I I got 12 points.
0: I would say my complaints are basically what everybody's been complaining about since the convention ended. That Suggestion Box channel in DreamCon has been up Mm -hmm. up since the convention ended. Um, Let's just go ahead and break this down. And if you guys have any more um, talking points, let's go add this in. The first thing I want to talk about is the gold badge. Let's just talk about the badges. Let's just go ahead and get that out the way the only thing that gold badge did for me was get me to the front of the line for registration and i was able to get my badge get registered and stuff in less than 30 minutes
1: those gold and platinum badges didn't have value they did not have value until after they shut down that rsvp system And then some panels started saying, oh, if you got gold and platinum, here's a different line. Because they did that for the cosplay contest. But for that extra $100 you paid and you did not have a special line, you didn't have special events, you didn't have priority with the RSVP system. Honestly, you would have been better off getting a regular badge. The platinum people said time. they
0: only had one event. They were told that they would have multiple platinum exclusive events, and it was only one. And I believe it was on Sunday, the last day of the committee. Yeah,
1: and and that's crazy. They gave us a um chill room or whatever, like a relaxation room. They said they it chill room one. All that. It wasn't any different from the original one, except that it had dim lights. I sat in there for a few minutes. That's the only difference. Yeah, they kind of
3: they got the money with that one. They got my money with that. Dang. Oh, they got that they got some money. They, yeah. got,
0: they got they got a lot money. of money. Like there were a lot of people walking and around
3: the really <laughs> <laughs> here, here,
1: Here's what need to happen. Y'all got that money and y'all better reinvest it. it my, better be better than-
0: my thing is is that you you talked about the RSVP system. Why was that even a thing to begin with? If you have people buying exclusive badges, then I feel like maybe it should have been understood that maybe we should have different lines based on tiers. Yeah. And and when you in and, and when you run out of room, you just ran out of room. Like it's the, it's the same thing they did at San Diego Comic-Con. Yes, we, we are going to try to get as many people into this panel or this event as possible. When we run out of room, we, we just ran out of room because they weren't scanning. What I heard was that they weren't scanning those QR codes on those outs for the RSVP system. When they did nope. try to do it, they weren't checking to see who RSVP for the event anyway. And then when they just removed it completely, it was done. It was wraps.
1: But that, and what you just said leads into like two or three different complaints. But the thing is, if it worked, if they planned ahead, and instead of volunteers, they had professionals actually checking in your app, the RSVP system was a good concept. But my it
0: thing is... It wasn't
1: connected to our badges, though. Yeah.
0: wasn't connected to our badges, <laughs> and my thing is, I got a gold pass. Why am I RSVPing for anything?
1: Well, even then, I if they made it to where like gold and platinum gets priority, like, oh, the first... 100 out of 400 seats are dedicated to gold and platinum. Even if a thousand regular tickets try to RSVP, this is isolated for gold and platinum. Something Mm -hmm. like that would be dope. And then if, say, it don't fill up, then more gold and platinums could walk in and get those seats, but they didn't do that. Yeah. It It was was, a great concept.
0: It was basically a free-for-all. Exactly. When the app started crashing and they just ripped out the whole thing from under everybody, It was a Mm free-for-all. The way they was lining up, they, because on Saturday, I wanted to go to the Family Feud event between RDC World and Amp. Mm -hmm. Folks was lined up at that door at 10 a.m. The event didn't start till 1. Then, midway between 10 a.m. and 1 o'clock, they ripped out the reservation system so it didn't matter anyway.
1: And folks are cutting lines. Folks are bulldozing them lines. Yeah. Yeah especially them late night events where everybody was in there. It didn't matter if you was in line. I I even looked at one line. I was talking to the folks behind me. I said, are we finna jump to the front? Because I see a whole crowd building up at the door. Is there a point in this? And they was like, are you going to do it? I was like, might as well. It's it's first come, first serve.
0: And I've heard of some people, like, the way they were, like, trying to bum rush. Like, some people were talking about they almost got trampled over and stuff like that. And that's, at, at that point, it's dangerous, like yeah, we are trying to get into this event, but when y'all start pushing and shoving and about to hurt people just to see Family Feud, like come on y'all, it's getting a bit extreme. Yeah, and that
1: and that goes into the next big complaint, and that's y'all are big now. Y'all went from nine thousand, y'all went from three thousand, six thousand, nine thousand to twenty thousand. Y'all need security and y'all need professionals. I'm sorry, I know we want volunteers and folks to have a good time. No, y'all got mm-hmm. enough money. If I go to an event and I feel like I can't get my ass beat when I look at the security guards and the volunteers there, that means, there no,
3: that means oh, there's man. no security.
1: That means there isn't any security. If I feel like I can run in and won't nobody stop me, that's not good security, especially for a 20,000-person event. Yeah, like how they was talking about San Diego Comic-Con come, with folks managing the lines? You can't get no volunteers to do that. You need professionals. Well, it you need was. folks with a system and microphones and everything in there.
0: So, those people were volunteers.
1: Yeah. Well, they need training.
0: <laughs> what Dream I talk. saw, what I, a good suggestion that I saw when I was at the airport leaving DreamCon is that a good suggestion somebody had was don't let first time convention goers be volunteers. That
1: too. Yeah.
0: Because you have some people, this is their first convention and you're trying to work it. So then it's like you don't really. Yes, you're doing your job. You're doing what they told you to do, but you're not familiar with this environment. And then plus it's 20K people here, and this is your first time trying to manage something.
3: Hey, guys, I'm going to jump out.
0: Peace, Antoine.
3: Peace. All right, peace out, y'all. Peace and love.
0: But, like, say if this was somebody who's... They went to DreamCon last year, so they kind of get the vibe of how this works. Or Mm. even somebody who's been to multiple conventions and they volunteer, then it's kind of like, okay, I, I can... You know, even if this doesn't go the way they explained it to me, I know enough about conventions that I can innovate Mm -hmm. and make this a bit more organized or make this a bit more enjoyable to the people who are around me instead of me Mm -hmm. standing there and looking crazy in the face because this is my first time at DreamCon and it's 20,000 people yelling at me trying to get into an event.
1: Right. And and they can do it because you know what? I don't know if other people got to see something like this, but when I was at the cosplay line... Uh, that was when they actually gave gold and platinum priority in lines. And there was like four volunteers. They didn't know what to do. And some dude who looked like a security guard came up and he was he was organized. He was like, hey, I need y'all to stand out here, organize the line. My two minions, they're going to stand in this line and that line, make sure don't nobody jump in. And he got them together. The cosplay was the most organized event with one security guard. And that's what I mean. All y'all need is a security detail of like, what, 10 to 20 people? Place them in great areas, put them on payroll so they can do their job? That's all you need. Having, That's really
0: all you need. And don't even in one thing that I noticed at San Diego Comic Con is that they had security guards just in walkways. Like exactly, it wanted like security guards posted. There were security guards posted at like panels, like in front of like the exhibition hall, like in, in like in the big stage areas. But they also just had people that were standing in like the hallways, like where you trying to go, or traffic is moving this way, or I need you to move to the right side so some people can walk down this way, mm-hmm. like. I definitely agree that it definitely should have been more security.
2: Yeah. The security from last year's DreamCon, they was on it.
0: But that was like what was that? Six thousand people? Yeah, so nine
1: thousand. Nine thousand last year.
0: Oh, I thought I saw six thousand. I
2: think that's the year before. Regardless, they was on it. Mm-hmm. They 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 was on their stuff. This year it, it felt very lax.
0: The only security guard I saw was the one that looked in my bag when I walked through that metal detector. And I'm being dead serious.
1: And and even then a lot of people said they got in and their badge was in their pockets and they saw people without without badges coming in.
0: I heard that like, too. Yeah. I I there were based on what you know metal detector you went through, they said there was a lady that was like, Show me your badge. I need to see it. And then one line was just like, okay. You went through the metal detector. Have fun at DreamCon.
1: Mm-hmm. I. I, I they weren't like checking.
0: They, they weren't checking in the hotel either. Oh, now, not at all.
1: The hotel was checked for nothing.
0: Now I think nah. that definitely was a safety <laughs> risk that anybody could have walked in that hotel and stuck their way into a panel or any part of DreamCon. And you want to know because the only place y'all doing the metal detector stuff was in the convention center. And
3: that's
1: and that's the thing. I think they need more than metal detectors. I think like. Tell me if this is how San Diego Comic Con works. But you know, like when you go to Disney World, your badge or your wristband actually has a a scanner code on it to let you know that you're real. So we had to
0: scan in right at the door. Right at the door. You got to have one. Let me say this is how San Diego Comic Con went. When you're walking on the street to the convention center at a certain point, there are two men standing right there. You can't even, you haven't even stepped into the walkway to get into the door. There's two men saying, I need to see your badge. And if I don't see your badge, you need to turn around. I like that. And then once you show them their badge and you you let them through, then you get to the doors and you have to scan your badge on this thing. And if they don't hear that noise, if they don't see that color for that day it's supposed to be. Oh, you gonna get out of here? It's it's done. And
1: and that's exactly what DreamCon need. They need that at the entryways, and that's another way to monitor um panels when trying to get folks who got gold and platinum priority. Mm-hmm. They need that.
0: Yeah. The other thing, my other complaint is that I don't know if they knew this beforehand or not, but some of the sizes of those panel rooms was totally. awful. 20k people, and some of the rooms can only hold to like 40 people. And that's when they were squished. Me and Ralph, me, Ralph, Antoine, and Tom tried to go to an HBCU Geeks panel that they were having. I looked in that room, and I swear it was like 40 people in there. Not only was it 40 people, they were squished together. So you force this 40 people into this room, yeah.
1: And, and that's the thing. They, it's hard for me to even know how to fix that because the panel rooms did they have like separators? Like you know how a convention centers, they'll have like a These sliding. Was, door. I mean,
0: some of them, some of them was rooms, rooms. Yeah. Now maybe and, the bigger ones could have been what you were talking about, where it can be. They got a big those dividers. If you wanted to, or we'll put a divider in, and now it's two rooms.
1: Yeah. And and that's the thing, because the only, the only way you can really fix that. Is one have less panels so that they can take advantage of the bigger rooms or get an even bigger space? And that's why I kind of feel bad about that complaint because I'm complaining about that as well. But it's kind of like you don't know which panel is going to fill up, not all the time at least.
0: Well, and I mean, the... like, my thing um... is, my thing is, with 20k people being there, I was running into the issue that even when I showed up early for the panel, it was full because mm-hmm. there's just so many people.
2: That is true. And and on top of that, let's let's get into the fact that we are at, at we are at DreamCon. This is Black people, but I would say at least probably half have went to HBCU. Maybe less than that, but still. Versus twenty thousand people, that's a lot of people that have actually went to HBCU and they're having an HBCU panel. People are wanna gonna people are gonna go. People yeah. wanna go see what's going on.
0: And I I also wonder. I don't know what the process is for like registering your panel. I wonder, it, I can see two sides of this. One, um, one side is that I'm, we're filling out the stuff for our panel and they ask for how many people do you expect to be in this panel? And then that person just not knowing for real, mm-hmm. they pick 40 people. So then, boom, you just stuck with 40 people. The other side I can see is that, hey, we're at this hotel. These rooms are already set to fit a certain amount of people. So, you know, you get what you get. Unfortunately... Right. That just might mean you might not be able to get in there or not. But I definitely agree. I can't remember if it was Ryan or Ralph who said this, that maybe they should have got somewhere that had bigger panel rooms and maybe spaced out the panels a bit better to provide, one, to provide traveling room. So if I'm leaving a panel, I have enough time to make it to the next panel. And just, you know, big enough to where at least we can get a good amount of people in there.
1: And with the line control, I also think they need better signs. Like, just finding a panel room was hard. And then you probably walk past the same one two or three times before you notice that little small, little small picket fence. Mm -hmm. Nothing hanging over the walls. Nothing saying panel rooms one through five are over here. Like, they had the map on the app. But then the app over here crashing. And you still got to walk through people in rush. So you know what I'm saying? You need some redundancy plans. Like you need a major sign to say panel rooms one through five, screening rooms six through seven are over here, and it needs to be visible across the building. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because at the very least, that could organize people when getting in and out, and you could plan which panel you want to get to next easily. Easily.
0: Yeah. I just, I that's what baffled me um sage made a comment he said i had a panel at DreamCon, but this is when it was smaller in arlington back then it was too simple of a process and i looked at that and that just made me think about last year with like with it having that small amount of people but what's weird though is that those panel rooms were bigger though even though it was a small amount of people those rooms those panel rooms were bigger yeah yeah,
1: I think they just need to find they they need to find a building. And they need to really, they need to really I think have. They in need mind. A, I think
0: they need a actual. I know they were at the Austin Convention Center, but I think they need something on the size of. I won't say San Diego Comic Con because that's huge, but somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the middle between Austin Convention Center and the San Diego Convention Center is what they need to get into.
2: They probably need to get the big one in Dallas then. And, and
0: that's what I'm surprised about. I'm surprised because
1: maybe they didn't see it coming, but they essentially yeah. doubled their attendees. And let's just be real. They're getting more and more popular. Everybody talking about DreamCon, I saw so many people who said on randomly on Twitter, oh, dang, I need to go to DreamCon. Now. I didn't even know about this. So the attendees could double again. Mm-hmm. I would rather y'all have more than enough space than not enough because even the Austin Convention Center, I walked around mm-hmm. and there was a whole back portion that was not utilized. It wasn't blocked off either. But I'm like, why aren't y'all utilizing the rest of this
0: space? I wonder if, I wonder if it's maybe you have to pay for certain pay for convention sometimes. centers. Yeah.
1: Well, they made money off of the gold and platinum folks. So they the only, the
0: year. only, the grace that I would give them is that they're not stable yet. So, yeah. yeah. Like we keep comparing this to San Diego Comic Con, but San Diego Comic Con has been doing this for years. They have an idea in their head that. This range of people are gonna come, we're gonna have this amount of money to spend. We got all of these yeah. major IPs coming who are gonna be sponsors, donors, etc. We DreamCon has been growing since it started. Yeah,
2: so they exactly. don't have they
0: don't have a stable number. And this so is
2: dessier five.
0: Right. So I could see it as let's plan to make this bigger, but 20k people hit, and then it was like uh we're kind of riding on the we they might have been riding on the edge with a couple things at when they finally got the full number of how many people was gonna be at this convention yeah
1: and and that's why I think they need more professionals. I'm not saying they don't have any. I'm not saying John is just underqualified either I'm not saying none of that, but now that y'all see that y'all have gotten big and y'all need people to address these concerns, y'all need to put some folks on payroll. yeah, it's time to spend money. y'all are major y'all are major business at this point a major business, a major brand. Y'all need y'all need them folks. Sage really?
0: put out a good question. He said, but shouldn't you be able to get a good estimate of people once tickets sell out? I would say yes. My counter argument is the fact that they were selling day passes.
2: And I'm pretty sure they probably got a book before tickets actually go on sale.
0: That too. Well,
1: well, here's the thing. You can still project supply and demand, if they hire professionals, Walmart and other major companies been doing this stuff for years, you can hire somebody to predict demand, especially based on social media and your first set of ticket sales. They can predict all of that.
0: I wonder if maybe they just didn't predict that 20k people yeah. would buy tickets.
1: When you got a billboard in the middle of Waco, Texas saying, hey, scan this and get a day pass, <laughs> you ain't playing for anything in the first place. You just letting it ride at that point. <laughs> Cause let's let's just be real. When I saw that, I wasn't hurt. But for y'all to say tickets sold out, and you got a billboard in your city, I understand Sean Love your city respect. But did you plan for the folks who's probably going to actually scan that and come up in there? No, yeah, no, you did not.
0: <sighs> yeah, I definitely think they should have sold out. Should have meant sold out. Exactly. Yeah. Sold out should have meant sold out.
1: Or yeah. at least have a good ticket exchange system. If someone can't go, let them give their ticket away.
0: Don't so, get their passes. Let's get to the next thing grow ticks.
2: A Terrible. lot of people, a lot of people have been complaining
0: about grow ticks. And <laughs> I think I know we hate Ticketmaster. I won't say sell the tickets on t- Ticketmaster, but maybe we need to move to another third party app. Or something that manages large events, like manages like concerts and stuff like that. Because the only time I've ever used ticks is for DreamCon. Everything else I've done through Ticketmaster or some other third-party site that sells tickets for concerts.
1: Yeah, the only thing—the only thing is now that Ticketmaster getting sued by Taylor Swift and a few other folks, and they got a whole monopoly over SeatGeek and StubHub, I believe. If they work with Ticketmaster, they need to make sure they it's not throttling prices they not trying to base it on demand and all the other stuff. They need to make those agreements and put it in contract. Because yeah. Ticketmaster will mess you up.
0: That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. You. I'm not recommending they go to Ticketmaster, but if they go to some other third-party ticket service, or even... I can't remember... I can't remember um, what um, third-party they were using for the San Diego Comic-Con tickets, but it wasn't ticks. That they were using on the back end for the tickets. I don't I'm know if it's, I don't know if it's a homegrown type system or if they have a partnership with somebody. But yes. I definitely think they should get in on that. I
1: mean, I know, I know, Golden Voice and Live Nation use a certain ticket system for their music festivals. Mm-hmm. They they just need to do some research. They just need to do some research and talk to some higher ups and who are professional and got experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I would I I would say that my my initial ticket was fine. I had to wait in the queue, get in my ticket, you know. I ain't had too much issues with that. Where the issues happen is when those gold and platinum badges drop and when there was no queue system and they broke that out. They broke that website.
1: We somehow got lucky. I think I got in instantly and somehow got out. social surprised!
0: Like the way that I kept having to restart this purchase, I was like, "I get the tickets." Worst case scenario is that they didn't charge my my card multiple times, and we just gonna have me and Wells Fargo just gonna have to discuss. <laughs> have a long discussion. We just gonna yeah. have, to have a long discussion, but like they broke that website.
1: Yeah. And another, and another thing. This is another nitpick. Y'all are professional. Y'all need to mail them badges three weeks in advance.
0: Same thing. Y'all, yeah. y-
1: we do. We do that. Uh, was funny. We talked about panel space. That was a big room just for getting your tickets. That yeah. was a big space that just de- for getting your tickets.
0: That definitely could have been. A that could have been used for something that, else.
1: That it, was three or four panels in that ba- in that space.
0: Because yeah. when I. So it was filled up, pre-registration. Yes, it was filled up because you had a lot of people that showed up for pre-registration. But when I had walked past that room, maybe f- Saturday, Friday or Saturday, that room was empty. It's empty just space. people sitting at tables.
1: Yeah. they. You need to be able to order that ticket, order your badge. It need to be shipped in the mail two to three weeks in advance. And if you want to sell it or whatever, handle your business but y'all yeah. there's no reason why i need to be walking in here to get a badge yeah yeah
2: because
1: we should be able to walk in and get started exactly because you spending like an hour to for the folks who didn't do pre-registration y'all saw how long that line just
2: to get mm-hmm. in
0: yeah
1: you gotta wait like 30 minutes to an hour to get in and then you gotta get your badge
0: on day one
2: mm-hmm. that's crazy talk that's and majority talk. of the people was there for early registration
1: exactly that's why i went through the hotel.
0: Yeah, but if you didn't know that. If you didn't know that. But mm-hmm. um, definitely think they should find them a new ticketing system. I'm very glad that you brought up them mailing the badges.
2: Mm-hmm. I think
0: that would save a lot of... That would save them a lot of time on their end because they can dedicate that workforce that they have just managing the line and making sure... They can go to some other stuff that they got running around in the convention.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: The only registration thing that we had to do at San Diego comic-con because they mailed us our badges we just had to go upstairs they gave us the little bag to put our um collectibles in the little booklet for the map and stuff they gave us a pen and a lanyard and it was one little area and the rest of that area was meet and greets sit down at the table if you need to sit down and it a walkway
1: and that's perfect. You see how much redundancy you set up just right there—a bag to hold everything in, and a map. Uh, that alone is amazing. You see what I'm saying?
0: Those DreamCon bags, that Hypeman DreamCon tote bag, should have been free. I mean, you know.
1: they know what too. They know
2: what to.
0: It, it should have been free. We got to comment
2: know. that too.
0: You. Oh yeah. <laughs> Say said DreamCon really was a free event, and them tickets was for donations. It seems it seems so. <laughs> it was, and and I, I got one other
1: minor nitpick. DreamCon has a face; it, they are on the badges. I'm just, and I'm, and I'm not the type of person who wants to follow up behind content creators and meet them. But I am a little disappointed that RDC World was not more visible throughout the convention. I saw that.
0: I saw that complaint too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, y'all got to face. A lot of people, let's just be honest, a lot of people are honestly here for them. Mm-hmm. So y'all y'all are a team of, like, what, six dudes? That's how strong RDC is at this moment? Like
0: six, they, got six. they got more than six. They got more than six. They got more than six people.
1: However many it is, y'all need to one hour each day. Each of y'all have a starting location where y'all just walking around from point A to point B. Let fans meet you. Mark over here, Leland over here, Dez over there. And because we here for at the end of the day, a lot of people are here for them.
0: Exactly. I
1: yeah. I ain't got to meet them, but let's just be real. We saw last year when it was like a whole army of people following behind Burleese.
0: Right, Berlizi. We got to we got to take a picture with King Vader. We got to mm-hmm. take a picture with Jordan from Hyplean. Like, I, um,
1: I did see Jordan in person. He was at Soul King's table in the exhibit hall. Okay. okay.
0: But I'm, I'm just saying one complaint that I did see was that there wasn't enough meet and greets. Like they had one meet and greet for meeting all these people. But like with you having 20K people, of course, all 20K people, if they wanted to meet our DC world, they not going to be able to based on the time slot that you gave them. Sure. And of mm-hmm. course, even on our DCs and we don't I'm not expecting Mark Leland and them to sit around for hours and meet 20K people
1: exactly but that's why they just need to make a plan like if all of y'all spread out and y'all got different corners each of y'all got like one security guard probably one of them little cliche signs Hi, hey today i met leland from rdc world so folks can see you do it for an hour just an hour each day we know y'all got events we know y'all busy hour Mm -hmm. each day set Mm -hmm. it for like three three to four p.m and then go handle y'all business with dodgeball and the basketball competitions
0: yeah Mm-hmm. and I know they be doing stuff on the back end like it's a certain image they have to keep up like they have all these sponsors like they got sponsored by Twitch they got sponsored by Crunchyroll and I think biz biz.
1: media was in there so, so I
0: know they on the back end they gotta do their business stuff like they, they gotta handle their business but at the same time like y'all know why majorities of these people are here
1: exactly these they fans. even had Nintendo
0: they even had Nintendo
1: that was surprising. That's yeah. That's major.
0: So, like, yeah, I know they got it. I figured that we just didn't see them a lot because they had to do a lot of business stuff on the back end. But I definitely agree. Like, you know, if y'all don't set up meeting greets, let's do multiple meeting greets. Like, give everybody multiple opportunities to sync up with you guys. Take a picture. Right. Chop it up right quick. You know, just that one meeting and greet and you only meet 130 people out of the 20K people that's here. That's crazy.
3: Mhm.
1: Cause all all of this is a picture. You can get two pictures in a like two to three pictures in every minute.
0: Yeah, like That's if we don't bum, want. like if we don't bum rush your ass in the bathroom, we not getting a no
2: picture. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 don't nobody want that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We know y'all don't want that. Everybody we, human, we don't want to do that. <laughs> mhm. But they like, they literally could have just made like a little line. be like, all right, you come up, do your pose, boom, pose, boom, pose, mm-hmm. boom, pose, boom. Just Keep song.
1: hold up,
2: Pause.
0: yeah. Oh, god, he made me sick. <laughs> I thought
3: that just, cool.
0: just to add some positive vibes to the conversation. The Dark Sage said, Y'all fits was hard, thank you, sir. Y'all came Appreciate up it. in there Appreciate like the Akatsuki. you know how we <laughs> get down, Sage. You know how we purple get down, and white,
1: purple, and white. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I was, I guess. One of the highlights from DreamCon is that when me, uh King G and Ralph walked in, there was a guy that was working security and he said he remembered us from last year from when we had the purple Uh, baseball jerseys. Yeah. I was like, okay. And it it just motivated me that you know to keep this up. Folks
3: watching,
1: folks that folks watching
0: and they recognize. (laughs) And um, we did take a group one guy did take some professional pictures of us, so I'm waiting Mm -hmm. for those to come out.
1: Yeah. Um, I want to see how those look. Man. Honestly, and you know what's crazy? I saw a lot of random people. Like, I saw an old high school classmate at DreamCon. I saw a friend from college. Like, DreamCon has gotten big. My little brother's friends, like, DreamCon has gotten
3: huge.
0: Yeah. I'm huge just... Life. My biggest thing is I want them to really sit down and look at this feedback because all of it wasn't negative. I know on social media, like, just starting with that girl's TikTok about cancel dream con. That was crazy. That was, like, Street. I know, like, that was the most negative that I've seen. Like, all of the truly negative with no substance was mm-hmm. on social media, but I took some time and read through the suggestion box on Discord, and if I would really like them, and I hope they are, to really sit down and look through these suggestions and look at this feedback, and Next year, DreamCon, you know, make Mm -hmm. some improvements. What I also would like them to do, and if they do this already, you know, that's great. But also attend some other conventions. Like, go to San Diego Comic-Con. Get that
1: experience.
0: Go to Anime Expo. See how they're handling these huge cons. Even if you don't want to. I would say, one, go to the convention as a consumer and see it from the perspective of the people who are buying the tickets to be there. Mm-hmm. and if you and the second thing I would say is if you have the connects because you go, you guys do have a name, thousands if not millions of people watch you guys every every day mm-hmm. if you have the connect to meet with somebody who, who works with setting up some of these big conventions, you know sit down and have that conversation. You know lay out the problems that you guys are having and see what feedback they have on solutions that they can give you.
1: All right. And, and there were some things they did good at. Like I gotta I gotta give them credit on some of these. Like they had water everywhere.
0: Yes. As hot
1: as jugs, it but the water
2: jug is everything was inside.
1: The way the food vendors were organized in the exhibit hall, even though a few folks were stealing that was very that was a whole lot better than last year. The way they had the folks like kind of like a cafeteria in schools taking up your credit card, that mm-hmm. was dope. Even if you didn't get to see the panels, I got to see quite a few. They were great. The panels and the shows, every single one was top tier. I didn't see a single one that was low energy, yeah. low quality. They were all really good. I
0: definitely I think the panels just because of the fact that With DreamCon being majority black and our ability to be able to embed the culture and, you know, the things that we've grown up, like what's embedded into us, into stuff like this. The panels Mm -hmm. are always going to be fun. It's always going to be hype. The energy is always going to be there. We just got to get more people in them.
1: Yeah. And, And shout out to the convention center. It was fully air conditioned. Yeah. shout out to the attendees. Y'all weren't that musty this year, man. I smoked smoke cologne, <laughs> they got it, together. I, got it together. I
0: walked when I walked in in pre registration, Ron. They was musty when I yeah. did pre registration yeah. on Thursday. That's, they was musty. Uh, and that, two that was people, I seen that was two pre-red. people on Twitter said they had a basket of deodorant and they was passing it. I guess it worked.
1: It worked, Oh girl, it was trademark girl. We went to her her panel last year. I can't remember her name who owns the trademarking company. Yeah. She had baskets of deodorant. I I messed with that. It
3: was I her, mess with that.
0: it was her <laughs> and another dude that was passing out deodorant. And you know, do it, have the necessities. <laughs> but but look,
1: y'all smelt wait for it to be 20,000 people. They smelled a lot better this year. I smelt y'all yeah. Dior Sauvage. I smelt y'all Versace arrows. I smelled that degree deodorant. I'm happy for y'all. Shea butter, y'all's in there.
0: Now she was up their armpits. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> no, you 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 know when girls put the the nice little shea moisture up in their hair and that smoothie cream be smelling and they walk past you. Oh
2: God.
1: you said degree.
0: You said that's yeah, why I was somebody in their armpit.
1: Oh, that's because that's what I wear.
0: He was in their armpit. Yes. <laughs>
1: I'm, so I'm just at the convention. Sniff a baby. You musty. You good. You good.
0: Must check. You can't get must into the
1: event if you must. <laughs> hey. hey, we should do that next year. We should have our cool ass, ass, Must check. check.
0: Must check. Must check. <laughs> Let my man smell you right quick.
1: <laughs> Look, I see Antoine coming. That's funny. They showered this year. Mm. I like yeah. it.
0: They did. Oh boy. said I'm cosplaying as Musty Man next year. Please you're not coming with us.
2: You not. You not.
0: I was just about to read his I'm, comment where he said I gotta be part of y'all entourage in the upcoming years, but not if you cosplaying as Musty Man. No sir, you're not. I'm
1: I'm, dap- I'm dapping you up at a distance. I'm pulling out my old pandemic mask. <laughs>
0: We're gonna have you at the back with the camera oh from the
2: <laughs> Look, what's good, bro. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh my goodness oh man but I a couple things i guess that i hope they fix for next year the app please fix it registration please get that together um the vendor hall was a little uneven as well yeah yeah it was it was places where like for instance oh my senpai you know people want to go there. You know people want to get it. And the walkway itself was not as big.
0: Uh, they those uh, those owls were smart. not equivalent. Like no. they you remember when we were walking through Ralph, and it was one owl that we didn't even walk through because it was so small.
1: Here's the thing that takes someone who's who needs to do some personal planning because anime gear gear guru and oh my senpai and soul king. They should not be next to each other. These folks got a hundred thousand plus following on all their platforms.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: They do not need to be next to each other, especially when on the other end where the folks were selling small knickknack patty wax, They ain't have no people over there. We should have had the major folks on different
2: corners.
0: I I would agree
2: that I would say doing that will also help people look at other vending booths because exactly. that because that
0: that was the hot spot. Soul yeah. King, anime gear, and all my senpai being in the same era, you don't gotta You're go nowhere really else.
1: If Hypelin was there, would have been even worse because they would have all been they all that's friends, why I said they like... should have been
0: outside. Put him outside, outside. put him outside.
1: <laughs> don't say that about Jordan. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I mean, but, I'm,
0: but I'm just saying though, just, the fact that you just complained about Soul King, On My Simpai, and anime gear being in the same spot. They are very heavy brands, but Jordan out there doing like Pop ups and all kinds of stuff, and for him to have a booth inside of—if they had put Hyplin in that same area, it would have been
1: over was, with. It was done. Oh, yeah.
0: It
2: would have been over with. So
0: I, I'm telling, I'm telling, I'm saying to put him outside just to have that separation. Because mm.
2: then you would have got more traction for the people that have the anime cars and stuff outside. Like that would have been a, an attraction to go to.
0: Just exactly yeah. like how it was last year. Like yes, yeah, going it's people in the exhibition hall, but hey, there's some hype and stuff outside.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And if and if I had a small note, and this goes into training volunteers, I didn't see it happen. I didn't see anybody talk about it on social media. But make sure these folks are trained in CPR and all that other stuff in case anybody has a seizure or I passes heard, out from the hot heat and anything of that nature.
0: I heard there was a lack of uh, ADA which is like assistance for like people with disabilities and oh. stuff. I saw yeah. a comment in the suggestion box where a girl said that she was disappointed in the lack of assistance. Like people with, with disabilities didn't know where to go for assistance or couldn't get like the help and stuff that they needed. So like things like that is very, very important too because 20K people, you have a range of people Mm. who are attending this event and you don't know what they got going on. So having all of that available, even what Ryan was saying before, like have it, even if you don't use it, have it. Yeah. Yeah, Make sure that it's known that you have it, that this assistance or this first aid area or whatever it is, that these safety areas are available for people.
1: Yeah, like you need more rest stations, Honestly, all the folks who was using the elevator, I don't, I didn't really see too many folks in wheelchairs, but those should have been isolated for folks who ain't that mobile. Man, Let's the way y'all the was honest. cutting
0: up on that escalator, that escalator broke down A multiple couple times. times.
1: It was, it was broke for the rest of the day. On um, the last day, it was not Ooh. turning back on. Mm. I was walking up there angry. <laughs> <laughs> Upset.
0: He mad. He mad as fuck. God damn
2: it! It's already hot.
0: And I Open. already came out from 110 degrees, and I got to walk up the stairs? Walk exactly. up an
2: escalator?
1: But they need to prepare for emergencies. I'm not saying they ain't, and I didn't see any emergencies happen, but y'all need to, you know, especially with higher professional security detail and all that stuff, make sure we got some trained folks who's like, oh, someone having a seizure down the hall, y'all know what to do, because that happens. It yeah. happens.
0: Especially in to tie into that, that comes with crowd control as well. Because if exactly. emergency did happen and the way that these lines and people are ramming themselves inside of these panels and stuff mm-hmm. would have been very hard for somebody calling emergency services to get to that area. Yeah, because yeah.
1: things happen. It's not that people try to purposely be evil or hurt anybody. It's just things happen. I almost passed out at a music festival one time because I got overheated. Things just happen.
0: Yeah. But I but. One of your biggest compliments, the fact that most of the convention was inside and the only time that you were outside is that if you was walking from the convention to the hotel or to your car or whatever. So the fact that majority of it was inside was a positive as well.
2: Big ups, big ups. Loved it. Didn't have to worry about sweating a lot.
0: Yeah, so that's probably why you ain't smell nobody being musty. That's true. That's
2: what it was. <laughs> that, air, that air conditioner, that
0: yeah, air that conditioner, conditioner was, was working, country.
1: bro. I know they had it on 65, bro. They they kept it cool in there, bro.
0: But all right. You had any other other talking points, Ralph? I know you said you had a list, or was that Ryan that said he had a list? That was uh, Ryan that had
2: a list. We um... went through it. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: <laughs> um I had one and then I lost it. Mm. So more
1: DreamCon merch. That DreamCon merch like. Oh. I yes. want
0: that baseball jersey. <laughs> yes. Next I felt, year. I felt next I felt it. Next year there were two. I want that jersey. I Both want it. Them.
1: There were two, the person Both who was selling them. in the merch store and the one that um what's his face who was managing John the social had media. On. And the one that John had on, those were cold. Them was why cold. did y'all have no hoodies? Y'all had hoodies last year. Where were the hoodies? I need something to wear during the winter.
0: I on? I would have taken that jersey. A I would have taken a hoodie over that bag. I'm gonna be. I would have paid a hundred for a hoodie. I'm I'm being for real with you. I rather had taken a hoodie than that bag. That bag exactly. It was cool, but I'm not gonna use that bag in real life. <laughs> You're not. I'm not gonna use that bag in real life. A khaki ass bag. You're not. I'm not gonna use that in real life.
3: <laughs> You're not.
0: And,
1: like that dream commerce merch story, y'all was lacking. I liked that y'all separated it from the vent, the um exhibit hall. That was yes. actually really smart. Yeah. I liked that y'all separated it. But y'all need more merch. Y'all, y'all knew that was slow. How the volunteers, how the how the person selling got a baseball jersey that's so cold and it ain't on sale. Yeah, I
0: definitely no would have. I would have paid for that. I would have paid oh. for the baseball jersey. I bought the shorts. They had my size in the shorts this year, so I got the shorts. Yeah. Now, ups on the shorts. You gotta have a t-shirt as always because at the minimum somebody the gonna material buy a, good. Somebody the gonna buy a t-shirt. At a minimum, somebody's gonna buy a t-shirt, but they definitely could have sold hoodies this year. Mm-hmm. And that baseball jersey was cold. I need that to was. see it. I need yeah. it, even <laughs> if. On the RDC World website, if they pre start pre selling DreamCon merch and the baseball jerseys on there, that's fine. Take my money,
1: honestly, and that would be smart if they because they they had on the website y'all y'all do need to have like a little pre sale for the merch and a post sale like a week before the convention, a week after for the folks who just want to have it shipped. That would be very smart. like
0: stuff. Like I understand, like the shirts, like you can make those on demand. But, like, with the baseball jerseys, you know, it goes into material and how much is this design going to be. So a pre-order for that just so you can, um, you know, have a set number of people already have the money and just start getting those manufactured instead of printing out a bunch of baseball jerseys and not knowing if you're going to make a profit off of it or not. I understand that, but I want that jersey next year and I meant that
1: and I want another hoodie.
0: We got a Twitch comment from Big underscore A underscore 2X. Just popped in. Did y'all get to meet any creators? We did. Yeah. We got to meet Ambitious Boogie in person. We got to meet Kara from Room Full of Blurs in person. And then Ralph said he also got to meet some of his other streamer friends. So we definitely got to meet some people that we've been uh, collaborating with online in person. So that was dope. Mm Mm-hmm. It was nice. I definitely hope to see more people next year or even network with more people. I think my thing was Friday, I was in it. We did the interviews. We were talking to people. We were passing out our business cards, stickers, etc., cetera, spreading the word. Saturday, I just got really frustrated with the fact that I couldn't get into any panels due to the room size and we had walked between multiple panels like mm-hmm. we were even trying to find panels that we weren't really interested in but we were just trying to get into something yeah and i was just so frustrated to the point i was just like man f this we left
2: early
1: yeah and and next and we need to be able to meet dark sage there next year as well
0: sage <laughs> <You> gotta,
1: <laughs> we didn't we didn't all the friends of the podcast at this point now so you got got to be yeah. there
0: we gotta yeah. get you we gotta get in there, Sage. But um we are about to touch two hours on this live stream, so let's go ahead and shut it down. Do you guys have any final comments on DreamCon?
1: Shout out to RDC, keep improving. Y'all doing a great job.
0: Nah, definitely.
1: Yeah, like
0: I understand like what I was just saying before, like all of the negative feedback with no substance has just been peeping on social media. But I really hope that they um, they check in to this Discord.
1: We do got to link up, Sage. I ain't going to cap. We do need to link We're
0: up. fake, like, Sage. You're going to learn that real soon. No. You're going to learn that real soon.
1: No, tell him the truth. It's not that I'm fake. I'll sometimes take forever to follow up on a text. and my mind, I will focus on something and I'll forget everything else. That's it.
0: That's just a long explanation for I'm fake.
2: Yeah. But I have one final question. You could just answer this with a yes or no. With everything that we've talked about, all the things that we've gathered and the things that they're gathering, are we ready for these these ticket prices to continue going up?
1: If they go up, they need to make a single day available and sure.
0: That's what I was about to say. If they go up, they should do something similar to San Diego Comic-Con where you pay by day. The other thing is, if they're going to continue with the tier system, I need to, like, the it. I guess I need to get more. I'm not convinced that to buy a gold pass, a platinum pass of anything next year can be paying
1: San Diego Comic Con prices without San Diego Comic Con
0: accommodations. Exactly. So I know the prices are going to go up. I just hope that i'm I'm rooting for'. Him. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say like mm-hmm. just because of all of my inconveniences that I'll never go to dreamcon again. I'm gonna go because of the vibes, what it represents, um how it feels just to be in that environment. So I'm prepared for a price change, but if I'm gonna pay this money, when I step foot in that convention center wherever y'all go next year, I need to get my money's worth
2: right mm-hmm. okay, that was all I had.
0: Mm. Sage said, "I want them to improve. No con is perfect, but there is plenty room of improvement, and definitely that right. yeah. I'm, right. I'm 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 giving them overarch. After everything we said, I'm giving them grace because their this convention has been constantly growing since they started. Nothing is stable. Just because they got got to 20k this year, they I hope they already know that it's not going to be 20k next year. No,
1: it, it might double." It it could easily easily hit thirty, and I think a double is a great prediction.
0: Yeah, so I just I hope they prepare for growth. I think Mm -hmm. this is really what kicked them in the ass. It's
1: it's time for them to hit gear five. They they they've been in gear four. It's time to hit gear five.
0: That Looney Tune ass shit. I watched the video on Twitter and all I heard was "ba ba 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 Oh my
2: goodness! Oh,
1: all right. You know, I ain't got nothing to say. I, I, I ain't even fight for the fight it out. I, I you know, make this a clip and post it on Twitter. I'm gonna let the One Piece fandom get y'all.
0: Why would I argue with a fandom of an anime that I don't watch?
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm just saying you didn't you because you ain't watch it. I just don't feel like you can say that Looney Tune comment if it fit the thing. It was
0: Looney Tunes. I mean, it was Looney Tune. You watched the it, video it, it, and they boing boing.
1: I, I, I feel I, but you, had, let me, let you added. You added too this. much negative connotation. It had let too me, much of a negative connotation. This.
0: Let me say this. I understand why they did it. You guys explained it to me that that's just how One Piece is. I understand, but the material gave boing, boing, boing when I was watching the clip and Ron and Ron, you can't be mad at me for that. All right, man. I'm All not right. saying, I'm not saying don't watch one piece. I'm not saying that it wasn't a hype moment for one yeah. piece fans. I'm just saying when I saw the clip, it reminded it, it me of to- the sound effects reminded me of Looney Tunes.
1: When you said boing-boing, it, it reminded me of with that big mama house, your boing-a-boing, or whoever said that. <laughs> <laughs> boing-a-boing. I forgot what Martin Lawrence said.
0: I feel oh, you. God. But, yeah. So um let's go ahead and shut this down i think this was a great live i thank you both and antoine if you're still watching for joining in and giving your feedback on DreamCon and san diego ComCon. i hope that anybody who's watching this and they've been thinking about whether to go to either of these conventions that we've given you guys enough information to further help you in your decision hmm. so i'm gonna let you have it ralph go ahead and lead us out Not you
2: t- <laughs> oh Jesus all right um thank you guys for watching and or listening well no there's no listening because it's live stream damn i mean we I gotta get out of this
0: I mean we're gonna post it on the the audio platforms later You're right so if you are listening
2: right. if you are listening thank you for that uh make sure you guys subscribe and follow uh you can find our socials at our link tree. Uh, If you want to go and follow us from Facebook and TikTok, it is the Blurred Mob Podcast. If you want to follow us on Instagram, threads, Twitch, make sure to follow us at the Blurred Mob Pod and make sure to follow us on Twitter at the Blurred Mob. Also, check out our affiliates, Right Stuff Anime and Entertainment Earth. You can get some manga, Funko Pops, movies, and et cetera. yeah, pretty much what Ryan has. And I've been growing mine too a little bit. I like that. Get I'm getting there, Ralph. got an extra piece of
1: art in the back. I see it. I you see
2: it. You see the growth? You see the growth? I got that. the Akoski right here. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Wait. Yeah. I got that. Yeah. 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 But thank you guys for everything. Also, if you want to leave us a donation, uh, it helps with equipment, software, uh, keeping pretty much the lights on as as you see all these hot lights right now but yes make sure you guys uh donate if you have it if you don't thank you anyway but all in all i think that's it is everybody hearts minds at content
0: say say you got a fire collection Ralph
2: thank you i'm i'm growing i'm growing is i just it's, it's gonna get there we're gonna get there we're gonna get there but again thank you guys for watching and listening and we will talk to you guys later
0: alright Peace. Hands
2: up.
1: If you love them where you itch, stand ten toes down. they lookin' look
2: looking man. You can let them haters hate when they answer where I'm smile